Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 34, seven ways to take care of you and your creativity. My daughter, Naomi, has the most thick, beautiful, wavy, honey-colored hair. Her hair is lovely in every way. It's also heavy and time-intensive, and it takes a lot of shampoo and conditioner and curly hair goop to keep it adequately tamed. Naomi is adventurous with her hair. I remember the days when she dyed it pink and green, and I dubbed it her watermelon hair. So when she started talking about getting a buzz cut, I wasn't surprised. Almost exactly a week after she got married, she buzzed her hair off. The only evidence of this was a picture of the severed braid for donation. Now some lucky person will have a thick, lovely wig to wear. (laughs) When I asked Naomi how it felt, she said it's so light and free. Naomi literally cut the weight off of her head. She let go of the burden of her heavy hair. And now that she doesn't have to care for her hair, she has more time to create. She is an art major, after all. Which leads me to the first of seven ways to take care of yourself and your creativity. These things are scientifically proven to increase happiness and creativity. So number one, let go of anything heavy that's holding you back. Now this sounds very serious and tough, and it can be. Emotional and physical traumas are heavy, and they keep us from creating just because they exist in our lives. They can keep us from creating. They can also fuel our creativity, right? Research shows that any really strong emotion, be it positive or negative, fuels creativity if you allow it to. Healing from trauma takes time and therapy, and I will always advocate for that. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am talking about some of the easier concrete weights we can release. Perhaps we need to stop volunteering for the School Variety Show, or maybe we need to let go of some heavy thoughts that burden us. Perhaps we just need a haircut. (laughs) Whatever the weight, be it physical or metaphorical, taking the time to evaluate the weight and letting it go leads to lightness and freedom and increased creativity. Number two, schedule in time to let your mind wander. Turn off your electronics, press pause on your to-do list, and be silent. Take quiet time. Allow yourself to feel bored. Researchers have found that boredom gives people time to daydream, which leads to creativity. Boredom encourages creative thinking because it sends a signal to your brain that the current environment is lacking. So your brain just starts looking for new ideas and inspiration automatically. I recently had a client tell me she finds herself wasting so much time just thinking. I happen to believe that any time we spend thinking is time well spent. If anything, it's processing and actually productive. One of the reasons we get stuck creatively is because we're so busy with other parts of our lives that we don't stop to allow ourselves the space to create. We can't be creative if we don't allow our brains the space to think outside the box of our normal to-do list. Number three. Speaking of lists, write a list of things that bring you joy and do at least one of those things each day. It can be simple things like drinking herbal tea, looking out the window, bird watching, 
curling up on the couch with a good book, smiling at a stranger, hugging a loved one, wearing your favorite t-shirt, petting your cat. The possibilities are endless. Number four, do something in nature. There's something about being outside that gets creative juices flowing. For me, sitting on my back deck or on the bridge across the stream helps clear my mind and also fills my mind with ideas. The link between nature and creativity has been demonstrated scientifically in lots of studies, actually. A 2017 study led by the University of Kansas found that young people who backpacked for three days showed higher creativity and cognitive abilities. If you don't have access to a yard or an outside area, maybe ask Google for bird songs or stream sounds or my favorite, ocean sounds. Number five, switch up your environment. There's something about sitting in a new place, even if it's in the same house, that feels freeing. And if you have a dedicated space for your creativity, you can fill it with inspiring things like books, art, music, anything that helps you get into the creative space and makes you happy. Number six, exercise. For me, exercise feels really good after I'm done with it. (laughs) I always have to convince myself to do it, even though it's on my to-do list. I have to just make the decision beforehand and do it even though I don't feel like it. But moving your body is such a beautiful way to take care of yourself and at the same time, increase your creativity. Research has shown that regular physical activity boosts cognitive ability, leading to clarity and more creativity. So one of the studies in 2014 found that people are more creative when they are walking rather than when they are sitting down. A small walk gets the creative juices flowing. I love that. And the last one, number seven, meditate. I've always had a hard time sitting still long enough to meditate, which is why it's really helpful for me to have something to focus on. I love guided meditations. Go to episode 24 if you want to try out my creativity meditation. And research shows meditation is linked to an increase in creative thinking. Meditation has long been used as a relaxation technique. Far beyond relaxation, there's so much more we get out of it, right? One study found that open monitoring meditation, where the person is receptive to any and all thoughts and sensations without focusing on any particular object or idea, increases divergent thinking and new ideas. I highly recommend a book Eve Rodsky wrote called Find Your Unicorn Space, Reclaim Your Creative Life in a Too Busy World. She calls this vital creative time unicorn space, the active and open pursuit of creative self-expression in any form that makes you uniquely you. I love the phrase unicorn space. It's whimsical and funny and I think just right. Eve says creativity is not optional. It's essential, though most of us do need to remind ourselves how and where to find it. I agree with Eve Rotsky. Creativity is not optional. As human beings, we need to create. When we take care of our creative lives, we're taking care of ourselves. And when we take care of ourselves, we are taking care of our creative lives. So go out there and create your unicorn space. Make it exactly what you need. Take care of yourself. Take care of your creativity. And I'll be here creating right along with you. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. 
go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.